successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Get a hooter. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello, hello everybody and welcome to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. I appreciate you joining me once again. Uh, great day today in Kansas City and throughout the United States. You're listening to 980 AM KMBZ and also joining me today. Whatever you are listening, whether it's podcast, grillnationshow.com, iTunes, or at Talk 980 AM, we appreciate you joining us today. As always, it's been a great February. Warm weather here. I'm joined today by uh, on-air contributor and supporter of Grill Nation, uh, Clifton Alexander, who is the owner and creative Chuck Norris of Reactor Design Studios. Their website is reactorkc.com. Welcome to the show. Hello, sir. It's good to be with you. So, what do you, what's up in your world these days? Anything, anything exciting happening in the uh, design space? Well, there's Branding. always there's always something exciting. <laughs> the question is whether I can tell you what it is or not. Right? Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're going to be talking about some exciting things on the show today. Before we get to that, I want to mention quickly our partners and supporters of the show. Obviously, they are our title sponsors, our trusts, Bank of Kansas City, and Two West Advisors, and Ryan Rink. I also want to thank. Our contributors, uh, the Rieger, KC, Jay Rieger and Co., and Kansas City Pirate Light District, but most importantly today, uh, Reactor Design Studios, Clifton Alexander on their contributor. You can check out all of the partners and supporters of Grill Nation at grillnationshow.com. I will also link to our shows there and provide photos of our guests. Uh, our guest today, you know very well, he is going to be calling in from Southern California. We will have Clay Alexander on this show, Clifton's older brother, uh, but this is going to be fascinating because he is the CEO of Ember Technologies, among other things. He is the inventor and founder of Ember, the Ember Mug, which if you go online and Google Ember, Ember Mug, it blows up. Uh, the story in Delish.com was that Starbucks can't keep this mug in stock. Here's why. It's the Apple Watch of tumblers. It's been featured in the New York Times, Wired, Fast Company, CBS News. I mean, pretty much every major news source not fake news, major news source real has news. covered, real news has covered the Ember mug. Uh, your brother has been building this technology, and uh, he's got some celebrity supporters. Uh, Demi Lovato's of the world, the Jonas Brothers, and Dominican Sue, the athlete. Uh, just a fascinating uh, interview we're about to have with him. And talk about kind of how he grew this business and what he wants to do next with regards to heated products. But this this mug actually keeps your coffee, whatever, the exact same temperature for up to two hours, and it's programmed through an app, and uh, just blowing up right now everywhere. People people can't get enough of it. They're selling out at Starbucks. All right, so he has a partnership with Starbucks. Yep. So you can get this in all, most Starbucks and online now, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. It's pretty sleek. He partnered with the people that uh, designed Beats by Dre for mm-hmm. his development and design. I mentioned all the celebrity influencers, and uh, we're really going to talk to him on this show about how did he do all this. Like, what's advice? Yeah. I mean. We'll we'll get into fundraising advice. You know, he's got some really interesting takes on 
financing and how to grow your company. I mean, so if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a tech person, if you're a coffee drinker, if you're someone that loves new products that are just changing the way we live, this is going to be a great show for you to tune into and listen to throughout. Uh, again, the website is Ember, E-M-B-E-R, tech.com. Our guest today will be Clay Alexander. I mean, thanks for lining this up, by the way, Clifton. Yeah, no problem. It was, uh, he's a very busy person uh, these days, and so we got it lined up um, to get him on here. But, you know, I've known Clay, obviously, my entire life. He's my brother, and um, so it's a little bit different for me to talk about these sorts of things because I've, I've been – knowing about all these things for eight years, 10 years now. And I've seen all the prototypes and I've, I've tested them and I've um, seen how he's built these companies. And so it's a really fascinating story to just hear a little bit more of that inside, inside baseball kind of story on how you build a company like this, how you finance it, how you go to manufacturing and patents and all those other things, especially for, for him and for myself, both of just being extremely humble backgrounds. Mm -hmm. We did not grow up with any money at all. We uh, were very uh, low income, poor growing up our entire lives, all the way through high school and through college. And so to be able to build these companies essentially totally from scratch, um, the companies that my brothers built, my company is just a, is a really cool story. It's a, it's an American story, really, honestly. Um, and so it's going to be great to hear from him and just hear a little bit more about the, the details of his uh, stories. Mm -hmm. It really will be. Uh, we're going to get into how this product is different. He has over 70 patents uh, looking to expand, I believe, if you read what you've sent me into, plates, uh, yeah. heated plates. You know, it's something that uh, it's just amazing to me that it doesn't exist yet. You probably never even thought about it. No. Right? You probably never thought, if I'm know, eating, if I'm eating a steak cold, and a salad, just, if yeah. I can have a plate where I can put a steak on one side, yep. keep keep it warm, and a salad on the other side, yep. keep it cold. And that's the thing is you've just, you've just never this. really thought about it before. You've all, because the only way you've ever been able to eat a steak at a restaurant is on a regular plate where it's just going to get cold after a while. And so the thought process of, of an entrepreneur and a creative person and how they usually it's, it's a challenge or it's something that's a, a solution to a problem or whatever. So a lot of the greatest uh, products and inventions out there were that they were like, wow, this is a problem. I'd like to figure out how to solve this, and maybe I can actually make that happen. Mm -hmm. And he's he's been doing that for years uh, with yep. different companies of his. He's grown. Uh, again, Clay Alexander will be our guest today. Clifton Alexander. Um, okay, so you, you talk about your business. Tell us again what exactly you guys can help people with, because I think that's important for people to reiterate and know. You know, this show's about technology, business, entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. but at some point, you know, everything's mutually beneficial. Um, how can you help out people maybe that might be listening today, your business? Yeah. So my company's really all about branding and marketing. And that's the, that's the short answer is, is the type of things that we can help with are getting exposure, helping companies match their internal culture and the work that they do with what people see on the outside looking in, in terms of the visual look and feel, the way they talk about themselves, all those sorts of things. So those are really the, the pieces of the puzzle that we help companies with is to grow their brands, to grow their presence and their image, and then we help them uh, on the backside of that execute all the different uh, creative materials and uh, websites, print materials, advertising, et cetera. So you got a great team, so very, a great very, team. very innovative team. We are Taco a team Tuesdays, of, of Taco people. Fridays, yeah. Taco Every yeah. Days. We're all from different colleges, from different parts of the the city or the country, and so we all bring a different and interesting perspective. 
Uh, we're a very tight knit team mm-hmm. and we work well together. That's good. That's good. Well, I'm really excited about today's show. I've been wanting, waiting for this show because, uh, I love technology. I love entrepreneurship and, uh, I'm just, I'm just excited to hear your brother's story because, uh, from what I understand about this, I mean, everything has really been planned out and organized for years and, mm-hmm. It seems like he's really kind of knocking this one out of the park. Yeah, and it's been a long process. You have to be really patient. I mean, he's been working on this for eight years now or something, um, something to that nature. I don't know the exact number, but it's been a long time from the time you first discover the problem that needs to be solved in the world to when you can actually have a product launch. And I think people that's one thing people don't understand about product development entrepreneurship is just how long it takes to get a product out to market. And so the patience that's involved in that and some of the stories that he has that are, are, are pretty good that we'll hopefully get to hear from today. Mm-hmm. He's built quite a good team out there too. I'm just looking yeah. at the website at embertech.com. The uh, heated coffee mug is available at starbucks.com. Yeah. Search for Ember. Thanks for listening to the show today, guys. I'm excited about our guests. We're going to be right back after the break. You're joining Grill Nation today with Jason Grill, guest host today, Clifton Alexander, Reactor Design Studios. We'll be right back. Running down the street like your hair's on fire. Thoughts running fast like a man on the wire. Can't stop laughing, but I don't know. Hello and welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. Thanks for listening today on KMBZ 980 AM and talk980am.com. Appreciate you connecting with us as well on grillnationshow.com and on iTunes and Stitcher Radio today. Alongside uh, Grill Nation supporter, co-host, contributor, on-air man, Clifton Alexander, who's the uh, founder of Reactor Design Studios. Their website is reactorkc.com. Appreciate you joining us again today, Clifton. How's the things going in your world? Awesome. Doing good. Very excited about our interview today. Uh, this is a person you know very well. He's yeah. doing a lot of really yeah. cool things uh, in the, throughout the country, but he's based out of California. Yeah, we're going to interview my big brother today, uh, although some <laughs> would say that he's not any bigger than I am. Uh, my yeah, older brother. I've always been, even though I'm Cliff's big brother, I've always been a little bit smaller in stature uh, so he kind of kicked my butt when we were kids oh, yeah. i love it we got clay alexander on the line calling from california today he's the ceo of ember technologies and radiance lightworks uh welcome to the show how are you today i'm great thanks for having me it's great to have you on um okay so let's first off talk about your your background because I know you have a lot of experience as an entrepreneur and, and dealing with patents and whatnot. Tell us, tell us a little bit about uh, your background and what you do out in California. Yeah, so I've built a couple different companies. Um, one of them is a lighting design agency, um, and one of them is a uh, light fixture business as well. How did how did you get into that? I mean, I know you're in, in California, and there's a lot of people that need that, those services, but what brought you onto that? Uh, I went to uh, school for lighting design, actually, and I decided to uh, take it to the next level. Interesting. So your your original background, though, was more in theatrical lighting design. So you were able to take the concept of theatrical lighting design and, and a lot of elements like that and build it into a pretty successful 
business based out of L.A. doing that same type of work, but more on the commercial side. Right, right. What was that experience like for you? Good. I mean, I was able to take my kind of right brain artistic background that I got from school, but apply it in a commercial atmosphere um, and be able to build a business around it, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's a challenging thing to do, especially when you have a liberal arts education where they don't actually teach you how to for instance make an invoice <laughs> yeah i, I remember I'm, when <laughs> i'm in the same boat as you right? so i remember the first time i had to make one i also have my own business too um throughout the years a few of them but i remember uh the first time i had to invoice a client who i was doing media relations for you know i, I google searched for uh you know because back in the old days you could just hand write them I Google search for, you know, billing software and client, and my first invoice was just so primitive. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, I might as well have just, just, just not even sent it. It was so bad. But, uh, yeah, they don't teach you that. It was, do all, they? It was handwritten, right, on carbon <laughs> copy paper. Yeah. Yes. They don't teach you how to do those things. So, yeah, so you had, I had that. When I started Radiance in 1999, I was so poor, I had to borrow my roommate's um, computer. I, I'll give a shout out to Mike Fricasi my roommate, who um, now is a very successful Walt Disney Imagineer. But he let me use his computer because I had no way to send invoices or make invoices, and yet I landed Universal Studios as a customer, and they required stuff to be pretty official, right? Mm -hmm. So I was able to kind (laughs) of bootstrap it out of the gate. And the cool thing about Radiance that I'll share is that I was able to build a bootstrap style with no investors, no, no upfront capital, my very first job, I was able to charge a 50% deposit, and I was able to use that money to hire some diggers to, you know, um, do the job and rent some gear, and then I got, you know, paid. Back in the, ni- in the late 90s and early 2000s, the big corporations, when they were working with smaller companies, they would, they would um, especially consultants, they would extend terms like net zero and net 10, Oh, and so we started off with just really great payment terms. And so I was able to scale Radiance from ground up with no outside capital. And so I'm pretty proud of, of how we built that business. Mm-hmm. And I still maintain 100% ownership today, and it's uh, 18 years old. Clay, Interesting. I, and I, it, well, mention your clients, too. You said you work for yeah. the Universal Studios uh, and other big clients, too, which is pretty amazing. Once you get a few of those, you're, you're, you're ready to run with that. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, well, remember. that's always my advice to young entrepreneurs. Like, get started, get, um, get, you know, what, whoever clients you can get. But the, but the, the hail mary is when you can land a consistent client that gives you steady work year over year, and especially in the creative arts form, like lighting design, or even like what my brother does. It's, it's really tricky to find these companies that'll give you this kind of year-over-year income, but the bigger companies can do it because they have, you know, they're, they're sustainable, they've got projects all year round, and so our first big customer was Universal Studios, and 18 years later today, I can proudly say that we still have Universal Studios, and we do all the major lighting design for um, multiple departments there at that, uh, at that park. Amazing. I remember, Clay, when you were building Radiance at the very beginning stages and you were talking about the bootstrapping and how tough it was to even just have your own computer, for example. And um, 
I do remember a time where there was a decision process, I think, that you had to make on whether you would maintain 100% ownership in that company because you're struggling, right, at at the very beginning yeah. and saying, how can I make totally. this thing work? And then somebody comes along and says, hey, I'll give you a little bit of money, but I want to take X amount of percentage Ooh, of the company. Oh, that's a good story, and Cliff. It so was a very, I had a guy that yeah. offered me, I swear, I think it was 20 grand, okay, and he wanted something like 30% ownership or something. <laughs> yeah. And at the time, the company was only like two years old, and I was really trying to find my feet and get get stable. And we were like, we went through this like kind of slow season, and we're just dead broke. And here comes this guy offering me money, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, I could use it to buy a laptop. I could like, you know, use it for all these things I was thinking about for growing the business. Because at that time, I was just fine with eating ramen and, and, uh, and beans, so I didn't need money for food. Um, right. But, uh, but I luckily, I turned the guy down, but I was so close. And think about how terrible that would have been 18 years later. Right. You know, my business is doing millions of dollars a year and really great profit margins. And this guy that was going to give me 20 grand, you know, 15 years ago would have been taking 30% of all the profits. Of everything, it's, it's, it's oh, he was a smart, he was a smart guy to to yeah. to, ta- to to talk to you back then. Huh? You've had a lot of good um, mentors along the way, I think, Clay, that have taught you some of those things, and and maybe even at that stage said, "Don't don't do it," you know, um, keep a hundred percent ownership yeah. as long as you can, and I think that's a big part of your success is is making sure to have good quality mentors along the way that'll that'll help you in those types of decision processes. And and Clay, you've been uh developing patents it sounds like, right? A lot of patents. And we're going to get into your new uh endeavor, not new to to you, but new to us, Ember Technologies, but um from reading your bio that uh that Clifton sent me, I mean, you're looking at over 70 patents. Is that that's that's pretty crazy that process. Yeah, we're coming up on um 80 now. Uh, and they're mostly utility patents, which are the hard ones to get. Um, they cover a concept of how something functions uh, versus a, an aesthetic design. Um, but, yeah, it's a whole process. I consider myself kind of like a mini patent attorney at this point. Um, I, I have a wonderful partnership with Kenobi Martin Olson and Bear, who drafts all of our patents and prosecutes all of our IP. Um, and that's... I mean, frankly, one of the reasons that GE um, bought my my LED light bulb was because of how solid our patent portfolio was. That's a good story too. That we didn't even have to get into that. You were uh, you created one of the first uh, LED track light light bulbs. Is that right? Well, okay. There's a couple different things. So in 2005, I created the world's first LED track light. Uh, one of our customers for Radiance uh, was and still is Mattel Toys. So we do a lot of the lighting for Mattel Toys worldwide. And um, they needed a, you know, LED track light solution for one of their showrooms in Manhattan. And the technology did not exist at that time. There was no such thing as an LED track light. And here I had this, you know, Fortune 500 company that had a need and there was no solution. And so I decided to form my second business. Um, and we called it Journe Lighting, and uh, we created the world's first LED track light, and it was a, a very successful launch. We got a ton of PR, but
But around that um, track light, I also discovered that there was a need for a removable LED light bulb, which, again, another thing that didn't exist at the time. Um, and so I created a light bulb, which is now called the GE Infusion. And I ended up selling it to GE in 2009. Inventor, extraordinary entrepreneur, Clay Alexander is on the show today. Um, Clay, I want to, we're going to go to break here in a second. When we get back, I want to talk all about uh, Ember Technologies, how you designed Ember's first product, which is a temperature adjustable mug, which we'll, uh, we'll talk more about that, talk about the process, talk about the launch, talk about uh, all the different things that go into designing that, as well as some of your you know, leading, uh, you know, uh, product, uh, people that you have out there that people have heard of before, which is really interesting to see how you build all that cachet up and brought them on. We'll be right back after the break with more with Clay Alexander and Clifton Alexander from Reactor Design Studios, who's in studio with us all day today. We're, you're listening to Grill Nation Show. We'll be right back after the break. Thanks for joining us today. First things first, I'm the realest. realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Let them feel it. And I'm still in the murder business. I can hold you down like I'm giving lessons in physics. Right, right. You should want a bad bitch like this. Huh? Drop it low and pick it up just like this. Yeah. Cup of Ace, cup of Goose, cup of Chris. I heal something worth a half a ticket on my wrist. On my wrist. No loving every second, minute, hour, bigger, better, stronger, power. Welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. You're listening to 980 AM, and thanks for joining us again on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, and at GrillNationShow.com. You connect with me, your host, Jason Grill, on Twitter, at Jason Grill, and at Grill Nation Show. I'm joined again today by Clifton Alexander, the founder, uh, creative Chuck Norris at Reactor Design Studios. Their website is ReactorKC.com, a uh, really great company here in Kansas City doing a lot of great work in and around the region. We're joined today by Clay Alexander, who is the uh, CEO of Ember Technologies and Radiance Lightworks. Great first segment with him today. Uh, welcome back to the show, Clay. I want to talk to you about Ember. So first off, give us the elevator pitch of what your first product does. I know it's been getting a ton of media exposure and attention, but for those of us who uh, maybe haven't been to a Starbucks uh, recently, tell us uh, what that product does. So Ember is the world's first temperature-controlled coffee mug. So you pour in your coffee or tea, and usually your coffee or tea is going to be too hot right out of the gate. And so with the Ember mug, it will rapidly cool your coffee or tea right down to the perfect set point that you choose within a one-degree accuracy, and then it locks it in at that temperature for hours on end, which essentially just creates the world's best drinking experience. Sounds great to me. I, I like that because, because, and I'll be honest with you. So when I first talked to uh, Clifton about you coming on the show, this is before I did any research, knew anything about the product. Uh, you know, I'd I had had someone buy me a, a, a temperature cooling device, and he was like, "No, no, this is completely different. This is actually to the pers- to the one degree of what you want it to be, and it stays like that." And I thought that's pretty incredible. And then I found out that. Uh, Starbucks, where they were selling out at Starbucks. I, I, I just couldn't believe it. It just took off. Oh, yeah. We just blasted off like a rocket ship. Um, we ended up selling out all across the country with Starbucks within a matter of a couple of weeks. Um, and we just, we just, even to this day, we can't make units fast enough. We're just 
cranking at the factory six days a week, um, two shifts. Um, we've got new tooling coming online so that we can triple our capacity to meet the demand. Um, we've had a, it's, it's just been a wildly successful product. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, what brought you to come up with this idea? Well, I tell the clay, tell the egg, tell the, <laughs> tell the cold eggs story, the cold eggs. So I was sitting there in 2009 eating my scrambled eggs off of my uh, plate, having a nice chat with my wife and my eggs started getting cold on my plate. And I started thinking to myself, okay, wait a minute. This is the 21st century and my eggs are getting cold on my plate halfway through my meal. This is just absolutely ridiculous. And so I started strapping temperature control technology to my dinner plates in my kitchen, like RC car batteries and temperature control circuits and such, and creating these um, dinner plates that would keep my meal at the perfect temperature from the first bite to the last bite. And once I started eating my meals off these plates, it was like, wow, I'm this is Amazing. The experience is amazing. I'm really onto something here. So being a patent guy, I started filing patents all over the world around this temperature control technology being embedded in dishware and drinkware. And I started looking around my kitchen going, wait a minute, this would work great in a coffee mug, uh, soup bowls, baby bottles, uh, you know, uh, serving dishes. I mean, the, you, you name it. And so we just started doing R&D. And, and building out uh, prototypes for the first five years. Hmm. I have had the pleasure of eating eggs off of the Frankenstein plate that Clay is describing, and it is a pretty it's a pretty good experience. So, Better than you might think. <laughs> so starting off with the first product, which is the uh, the mug. I mean, you're no, you're noted that this is selling out of Starbucks. The price point is 150 bucks, right? And so and That's it's correct. it's it's flying off the shelves. I mean, because people have a love of coffee i mean they go every day to get their seven dollar lattes or whatever i mean it is so this is this is amazing that that people that this product is in such high demand and it just it's a testament to your uh inventing and your uh patents but man you know i go into a starbucks and it's just amazing to me how many people are there but then for someone to buy a product on top of buying the coffee is pretty crazy i i honestly i when 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 uh when Clifton told me that the the product costs, I'm like, oh man, that that seems a little high. But I mean, obviously, it's, it's not. <laughs> it's hey, it's kind it's kind of like Beats headphones. You know, I just bought a pair. They were like three hundred and seventy nine dollars. But um, it's what it is. We're we're modeling after these cool brands like Beats and Nest, where you know you pay a little more, but the product that you get is really premium. And not only that, there's a cool factor to it, right? Mm-hmm. So we have a whole list of celebrities that have invested in Ember, which helped to make our product cool, right? And so we have this whole marketing campaign around, you know, Ember's not just a coffee mug. Ember's actually a bit of a fashion statement. I mean, when you carry Ember around, you're, it, it kind of elevates your cool factor a bit. And so we're going after this kind of a brand uh, messaging. Uh, we've got, I mean, we spent $0 on advertising when we launched. We still have not spent a dollar on advertising, yet our sales are through the roof. We're using social media and our influencers posting, and we've got tons of PR, and all of that is driving sales. The website is ember, E-M-B-E-R, tech.com. I will say the look of the uh, the the mug is very sleek. 
It's black. Uh, it's very cool. It kind of looks like my car that's in the shop right now, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you, you definitely nailed on the design as well as the technology on that. Because it does have that appeal, that cool factor. You mentioned uh, celebrity endorsers or supporters not only promoting your product but also being uh, investors. Yeah, that's correct. So talk to us yeah. about some of those. Who, who's involved with the company? Yeah, so we have um, – Demi Lovato, uh, Nick Jonas, Joe Jonas, the Chain Smokers. Um, we've got um, NFL players like Ndamukong Sue, uh, Prince Mukamara. Uh, we've got Ted Lilly, uh, uh, MLB player. Um, we 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 have got Cascade, the DJ. Um, we just have a, a whole list of um, influential folks that you know. Frankly, they, they saw our products and our technology and just got really excited about it and wanted to be part of it. Um, so it's a, it worked out as a great kind of win-win for both sides. Mm-hmm. And don't, not giving away all your secrets, but um, how, does, how, how, did, how did you go about doing that? I mean, is it, is it, is it outreach? Is it relationships you've built out in California through mutual friends? I mean, how, what's the best way to approach it? And, and what, what's your yeah, advice so, for people? Okay, great question. So as an entrepreneur, like, one of my number one best skills is that I consider myself a master networker. And this so I will never take, you know, I, I will never miss out on any opportunity to meet any human that I think might either be able to work with me in some capacity or connect me to someone else that can work with me in some capacity. And so I'm always just meeting people and taking opportunities and jumping in the car and going down to L.A. and and we ended up, um, one of my neighbors, a couple doors down, um, was heavy duty in the music industry and was a music video producer. And he was one of the first folks to come on as, as one of our um, music industry investors. And then he said, hey, do you want me to introduce you to some of my other uh, music industry folks? And I was like, absolutely. So, boom, I'm down in L.A. You know, this is about you know a year ago. I'm down in L.A. pitching to every other person down there in the music industry. And the word of the deal just went kind of viral. Um, and that's, that's how we, we made it happen, but it's just putting yourself out there, you know, refining your pitch and just getting in front of as many people as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, Ember's first product was the world's first temperature adjustable mug, which uses solid state electronics. You, uh, partner with a design company, didn't you? To make it look so sweet. Yeah. yeah we partnered with ammunition. Um, they are just brilliant on every level. Um, they, uh, they're the folks that are, uh, behind the designs for all the Beats by Dre headphones and, and speakers. Um, they've done a, a number of amazing, amazing, beautiful products. Robert Bruner, who's the founder, uh, what used to be the head of design for Apple for eight years. So they've got great, uh, Apple DNA. Um, you can tell by looking at our product, it's just really sleek and beautiful. And we owe that all to our design partners. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, guys, embertech.com. It's been in, uh, featured in Fast Company, the New York Times, Wired, CNET, CBS News, Food and Wine, uh, Delish. There's an article in Delish a few days ago, and I had no idea what Delish was until uh, my friend Clifton over there <laughs> shared it with me. Uh, but you guys have been everywhere. And uh, now, how long do these? Uh, how long does this temperature last? So uh, I get a coffee at 8 a.m. and I it gets down to my or gets right at my 142 degrees. How long does that last? Yeah, so it lasts roughly two hours on the go and all day when you couple it with the charging coaster. So 
People have purchased extra charging coasters, so they'll have one at their desk at their office and one at the house. And as long as you touch down to that coaster every once in a while, you'll be able to just keep it at your specific temperature all day long. That's interesting. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to sit on the coaster all day, just enough to give it a little juice so you can walk around and and do all that. But uh, Very cool. Uh, have you tried one of these yet, uh, Clifton? Well, the irony in all of this is that I don't drink <laughs> coffee or, oh. or tea. Oh, right. So I don't really drink about hot, hot chocolate. Liquids, Throw something in I, there. I would do that. Yeah. Um, we have, uh, we got one of these for my wife's uh, parents for Christmas and uh, my mother-in-law, she goes to Starbucks about every morning and she's become a little bit of a celebrity in Topeka, Kansas with her Ember mug I at love Starbucks it. and she absolutely loves the thing. And um, she is a coffee drinker that loves it at a certain temperature and she can go and get her coffee from Starbucks every morning and it's, it's perfect for her. It's been a pretty good, pretty good deal for them. But I don't, gift. I don't perf- personally own one cause I don't necessarily need it, but, mm-hmm. um, I'm waiting for the, for the plate I can eat my eggs on. And <laughs> we'll and talk about that things. in the next yeah. segment, next segment after the break, guys, I want to get into what's next for Ember technologies, what's on the forefront and uh, maybe break down a little bit about that Starbucks relationship as well. You're listening to Grill Nation on 980 AM. Thanks for joining us again today. Appreciate it. I turn the music up. I got my records on. I shut the world outside until the lights come on. Maybe the streets are Maybe the trees are gone. Welcome back to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us again back from break here. We have a short amount of time uh, here with Clifton Alexander, my guest co-host today and supporter of Grill Nation. We're on the line with Clay Alexander, uh, founder or CEO of Ember Technologies. Um, Clifton, you got a question here about uh, financing and fundraising you wanted to get out? Yeah, I think um, one of the interesting things about a product like this is just the sheer amount of capital that it takes and none of this you know this is a bootstrap to a degree for a number of years but then at a point you have to um, raise a lot of money to get something like this really off the ground and so um, Clay I think some of the ways that you've been able to get financing and get investors and still maintain a vast majority of your ownership in the company I think is a pretty interesting concept that not a lot of entrepreneurs are able to do. And so I'd love for you to chat just a few minutes about, about how you're getting your funding and some of the, some of the intricacies of that. Okay, sure. Yeah. So one of the things that I kind of joke about is I call, you know, my real, my main title is CEO, but I joke that my title should be chief fundraising officer. Um, I feel like major part of my time um, within my, you know, <laughs> time management uh, that I'm, that I, that I do. Um, but raising money is, is one of the toughest parts of the business. My vision is solid. I know what I'm, what I'm, what I'm doing. I've got, you know, eight, 17 years of background of being an entrepreneur, but raising the money so you have enough capital to especially build a hardware tech company is, is not easy, right? So what I decided to do is go out and raise capital using strategic private individuals for the first several years, um, as opposed to most startups, they'll have a little bit of a family, um, uh, friends and family around, and they'll do, you know, somewhere between, you know, you know, half a million and a million bucks um, of, of friends and family money. 
And then from there, they'll go to a Series A with a, with a venture capitalist. And the venture capitalist, it's taken me forever to figure out all this stuff because they kind of have a lot of trade secrets. But basically, they'll try to take, you know, roughly 20 to 25% of your company for a couple million bucks out of the gate um, on a Series A. And so I really wanted to avoid that. And so I was able to raise money with private individuals for a couple of years, actually. And we raised, over the last two years, $8.5 million, all with uh, private individuals, which is very rare. Normally, you, you know, like I said, raise, you know, 500K to a, to a million with private, and then you go to institutional. So my um, advice to, you know, other entrepreneurs would be try to, try to keep your fundraising to private individuals as long as you possibly can because there'll be less dilution in your company. They'll typically pay higher valuations um, if you can get them on board with your vision. And then from there, you are in the power position when you go to raise your first, you know, institutional round because you'll, by that point, you'll have progressed your company along so far that you've de-risked everything. Like for us, I've never raised a dollar of institutional money until the Series C that I'm raising right now. But now I'm raising the Series C on the back of having Starbucks as a partner, um, having, you know, Flextronics, the world's second largest manufacturer as our manufacturing partner, having all these these, these windfalls that we've had uh, and going into the, our first institutional raise. So that allows us to command a high valuation on this first institutional raise. So all of this is part of the strategy of maintaining a high percentage of ownership so that I can maintain control of the business as well. So that's um, that's my path. It's, you know, it's what I would um, advise to kind of strong <laughs> – strong-willed uh, entrepreneurs. It's not for everyone. It takes a, you know, you got to be able to stomach it. But, um, but that's my, that would be my advice. Smart. It's very smart and well said. Well put there, Clay. Clay Alexander, CEO of Ember Technologies, also chief fundraising officer, if we're mm-hmm. going to make some jokes here. Um, okay, <laughs> so we, we got about four minutes left in the show. Let's talk about what's next for Ember. I, your coffee mug has been a success. As you mentioned, you're uh, in a lot of different Starbucks throughout the country, obviously the most well-known coffee place here in the, in the United States. Um, what's next? You mentioned baby bottles, plates. I mean, this is endless, isn't it? It's completely endless. We want to, you know, we plan to dominate the, the drinkware and dishware space. Um, our heated uh, temperature-controlled dinner plates will go into rest- high-end restaurants first, and then from there we'll trickle down into retail so that um, you can buy them for, you know, four packs for your residents. I mean, imagine, you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas when everyone's around the table and they all have ember plates where the meal stays perfectly hot to the time that you actually go to start eating your, your meal. Um, it's uh, We've got all that stuff coming. We've got self-heated temperature-controlled baby bottles that, you know, track the amount of milk milk formula that, that the baby is consuming. Um, we, we have a lot of ways to embed our tech. And even beyond drinkware and dishware, we start going into, you know, heated um, uh, winter clothing and things that like jacket, that. The, the, the possibilities are, are limitless. Wait, wait. Also, too, I want to mention, too, that this is all – you can change all this through an app, correct? That's correct, yeah. Ember is a connected um, – we are a, a Internet of Things company. So we are, um, all of our products are connected um, uh, via Bluetooth Low Energy. So we have uh, Android and app, iPhone apps. Um, and then you can, you get notifications on your phone when your coffee has reached the right temperature. You can change your coffee temperature from your Apple Watch, actually. The dial on the Apple Watch you can use to change your coffee temperature. Um, it's, it, there's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. 
Now we see why you got so much media exposure, you know? I mean, it's it's an interesting story. Um, any best advice for entrepreneurs? I know you've given a lot out today. Uh, maybe, maybe give us some advice on how to partner with a big brand like Starbucks. How, how does that happen for an entrepreneur? I mean, I know it's a lot of hustling. Yeah, first but... of all, you have to have a killer product where you go out and you do everything just right, you know, from the functionality to the user experience, the design. So if you can nail all those things, then you're in a position where you can start to land some of these big fish. Um, at that point, you, for me, I rely on intros. So back to being a master networker, um, you know, the reason that we're in Starbucks today is because one of our investors all, uh, knew Howard Schultz, the CEO of Starbucks, and, and was kind enough to make an intro for me. So it's, it's having connections like that that are really, really important um, and building those networks. I mean, it's not like I was born into this. Cliff and I were, were raised dirt poor, and we built what we have today from ground up. So, I mean, anyone can do it. You just got to get out there and, and make, you know, and just, just be selling your vision all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's awesome. And, and I agree with you completely. I mean, it's just, you gotta, you gotta sell and you gotta, when you can get an intro or an investor that has relationships, wherever those are, it's a good thing to have. Uh, we've been to Kansas City, right? Clay, you've been over here in our neck of the I love it. I love it there. Yeah. It's uh, 70 today, 75. It's it's not too Ooh. bad. It's been nice the last. Yeah. Uh, I played I've played golf three times already this year, and uh, what? Yeah, it's right. raining every day here. In <laughs> I know, right? We're getting Southern California yep. here in weather here in February, so it's been I great. But uh, <laughs> but uh, it's great to see that you've been here before. Uh, we've been talking off air about that, but uh, congrats on all your success, man. This is uh, a really cool product. When uh, Clifton and I started talking about having you on the show. Uh, I just wanted to learn more, and and Ember Tech is the website. Uh, I'm imagining that Thanksgiving dinner one day. I really am. Yeah. Uh, uh, I just can't wait for that technology. And you know what? Um, I might have to go uh, get myself one of these uh, Ember mugs here. And I'm and I'm not a crazy coffee guy, but uh, I think the technology is pretty cool. You can actually buy Ember right now on Starbucks.com. If you go to Starbucks.com and you just in the search bar, just type Ember, and you'll find it there. Oh, rock and roll! There we go. I love that. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show today. That's Clay Alexander, the CEO of Ember Technologies and Radiance Lightworks, successful entrepreneur, brother of our guest co-host today, Clifton Alexander. Uh, appreciate both of you guys joining me today, and uh, keep up the good work. We're definitely going to follow what's going on with Clay, Clay's company here in the near future, as well as Clifton's. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Thank you very All much right. for listening to Grill Nation. We'll see you again next week. Take care. Hey.